0: Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Period Chats podcast. On this podcast, we examine how the period stigma, along with various other stigmas, have impacted women and menstruators' health throughout the years. My name is Kate, and I'll be your host, along with many other amazing guests. I'm a registered dietitian with a master's degree in human clinical nutrition. I'm also the founder of Funkit Wellness, a menstrual health company. So, if you're ready to learn more about yourself, your cycle and the world, tune in and let us know what you think. This podcast is brought to you by Funkit Wellness. Check out their seed cycling kits on www.funkitwellness.com. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Period Chats podcast. I'm excited that our format's changing a little bit. So, Claire is actually the co-founder of Funkit And I'm going to let her introduce herself, but she's going to come on once a month and blind react to some period menstrual cycle fact or fiction. So Claire, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, it's
1: me, Claire. Um, I do you want me to talk about like what I do at Funkit or do you want to just get into it? Yeah, you can talk about what you do at Funkit. Um, I make the packaging look pretty and I make the website look pretty and I basically do everything that your eyeballs see. (laughs) (laughs) So I am also learning along with everyone else when Kate first approached me about um, seed cycling and just menstrual health. I was just under the assumption that your period was like, you know, your period one week, that's it. That's all that happened. Um, But apparently there's a lot more. And so I'm learning every day and I'm excited to be on these podcasts with you.
0: Yeah. So, okay. This week's fact or fiction. Um, and you know, Claire and I were friends long before we even knew what the menstrual cycle was. So we are still learning together, but this week's fact or fiction, Claire, tell me what you think it is. And then we can go into the research. Do you think orgasms shorten your period or menstrual cycle?
1: I'm going to say they shorten it. I saw a TikTok about this. So (laughs) I obviously TikTok is fact.
0: TikTok is fact. (laughs) Um, Okay, so in this case, TikTok is not fact, but we're going to go into it. So Uh, sadly, there's no research on this.
1: Okay, well, that's not surprising.
0: (laughs) So if you're listening and you're a researcher, can you please research this? I would love to be included in the study.
1: Yeah, just crank some out. Let us know how it goes.
0: But I'm going to tell you the hypothesis and then we can like dig into what we think would be true. So the hypothesis, according to a doctor in the UK, is that when you either have sex or you masturbate solo, the uterus contracts. So when the uterus contracts, it in theory should push out the uterine lining faster and then it will come out like faster on its own, which shorten the amount of time you're bleeding.
1: I mean it makes sense. You know, it makes sense. I think that's why I believed it on TikTok cuz I was like this this seems 100% accurate. How could it be wrong?
0: Yeah, um, maybe we need to do our own study like for ourselves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not the worst thing to make your period end. I I was thinking in my brain I was like, "Oh, well maybe it's like your body's like, "Oh, you're doing it, so maybe you can have a baby," but then I forgot you can't have a can't have a baby while you're having your period, so um You know lots of learning curves (laughs) (laughs) it's an interesting thing it it seems like it makes it seems like it makes sense to me i i have not tested the theory out but i feel like my periods are pretty short anyway um but i also just refuse to acknowledge that it like the last two days exist so (laughs)
0: Right. I feel like I like bleed for the first three days. And then the last two days are just like spotting. So I'm like, "Mm, they don't count. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. That's how I feel too. Luckily with seat cycling, it's a lot shorter. Mine used to be eight days of bleeding, like heavy bleeding. So if I still had that cycle. I would hands down be trying this out.
1: Yeah. That's, that's intense. That's like longer than that's like, what is that one fourth of the month that you're just like, that's just uncomfortable. I, I don't know you're just
0: bleeding. Yeah. And in pain. Yeah. The other interesting thing, and we probably need to do a whole nother factor fiction about this, but I'm about to spoil it is that the uterus is only about the size and shape of a pear, And on average, you only have 16 teaspoons of blood on your entire cycle. So it makes sense that there's like, if it's that small and there's a finite amount of blood that you could push it out faster
1: yeah i saw like i saw someone has like a anatomical like representation of it on tiktok of course it's the only place that i live anymore um, but it looks it's so small it's much smaller than you think it would and it just it looks so squishy like it, it looks like one of those little like squishy stress balls almost like
0: oh my god it does <laughs>
1: it looks like it i would want to squeeze one Not really,
0: but (laughs) so, yeah, so maybe that's how it squeezes the blood out faster, but I will tell you, here's some research that I did found your own stress ball, your uterus. (laughs) Um, Don't try that one at home. So the research I did found is that masturbating can relieve anything from cramps to back pain to headaches and joint ache. So
1: That's interesting because I felt like my joints, I got my booster shot while I was on my period and I felt like my joints hurt more than like usually than they usually do. I feel like my back does hurt a little bit and like my knees hurt, but on top of getting like the booster shot, I felt like my joints hurt just a little bit more. I kind of forgot that your joints do flare up a bit when you get your period.
0: Yeah, because there's underlying inflammation.
1: Yeah, I was so con- I was a little confused, but that actually makes more sense now that you're saying it right now. It's all just clicking for me.
0: <laughs> and then masturbation is also a mood booster. So it boosts endorphins during orgasm. So it can be linked to improved mood. It helps with oxytocin and prolactin production, which help for better sleep. And if you're menstruating, you might have a longer, better orgasm um, because there's increased blood flow, circulation, and sensitivity during this time.
1: Mm, It's definitely a mood booster. That's for sure. Um,
0: And there's research on that. There's research that proves it can like decrease pain, boost mood, increase sleep. So we got some good stuff there.
1: Yeah. I didn't know about the sleep thing. you got any more factor fictions or are we just doing one factor fiction
0: that's our only factor fiction for today it was short and sweet
1: I thought I could have a redemption arc where I got the second one right but that's okay next
0: time okay so now we've completed our factor fiction and I'm sorry guys we don't really have a consensus on if it is factor fiction but tbd on that one
1: it's fine I'll take the l for this one I'll I'll keep (laughs) score for myself o for one
0: all right. Period education one, Claire zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now you can react to something that's exciting. So our next topic is periods in the news. We love to keep you guys up to date with what's going on. And I am really excited to let you know that in Michigan, that wait, hold on, I had to reread this. Yes, you're good. I thought that they made them free, but they like free, but they've just got rid of the tampon tax. But, anyways, okay, I'll go into that. Um, so, for our periods in the news this week, it's actually about the tampon tax. So, we have some good news to bring you about periods in the news. I don't feel like that's often we get to bring some good news. The governor in Michigan has gotten rid of the tampon tax. So, there was like between an eight and 10% additional luxury tax on all menstrual products. And so in Michigan, that is no more.
1: I think it's nice to see a lot of like states taking a step in the right direction. I definitely think like we still have like a lot to go but it is nice to see that people are like finally starting to acknowledge it. And like, it's also nice to see that it's the whole state. Like I know a lot of places will do like, you know by city or like by like, I don't know, county. So it's nice to see that, like, the whole state is just, like, done away with the tax on it in general. Yeah, and it
0: is baby steps. I I actually don't think Colorado has a tampon tax. For reference, I live in Colorado. Oh, yeah, for reference. Claire's in Colorado, and I'm in Texas. And Texas has one of the highest tampon taxes.
1: Yeah, you know, that doesn't surprise me.
0: (laughs) Me either. Um, my goal is to like God. try to get rid of it in Texas. So oh, you guys no. are taking tiny little
1: baby steps. You guys are taking fetus steps.
0: Colorado, you do have a tampon tax. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's lower though. In Texas, I'm pretty sure it's 8% in Colorado. It's 2.9. Oh, wait. No, they're just subject to sales tax in Colorado.
1: It's weird. I did not know that they were like double taxed places like that just seems like what kind of luxury is sticking a, like a cotton swab up your, <laughs> up your vulva up your baby making hole like what kind of I don't know, I don't understand how that's considered a luxury in the first place. It's interesting that like just because it's inherently like a woman's product it's considered a luxury. I think that just goes along with the pink the what is it? Is it, it's not the pink tax, but it's like how, if it's a women's product, it's just like
0: a little bit more. Yeah. They make it pink, like a pink razor. And then it's like $2 more. Um, so that's interesting. So now there's, okay. So there is sales tax on tampons in Colorado in Texas. There's an additional tax. I think it's an additional 8% on menstrual products, but now in Michigan, there's no tax tampon tax on them. So no additional tax
1: nice to see it nice to see it
0: we're making moves Uh, here
1: yeah i mean i just feel like it needs to be like i guess the next move for it would just to be like federal like i guess but it's such a i think it's such like it's a tricky topic because it's like for me you know i don't necessarily know like i think there should be an option for just having menstrual products provided to you we are literally the bearers of society like we have children and like you know continue to like populate and we didn't really choose to get our periods it's not like a fun luxury for us it's like beneficial for the entirety of our society to have comfortable periods
0: it's crazy too because like toilet paper is not cheap like if you look at toilet paper but it's free everywhere like in bathrooms or public places, like toilet paper is free. And someone was saying, oh, but everyone needs it. But it's like, no, everyone also who menstruates needs like access to menstrual products. But like, just because it's only affecting women or like people who have periods is why they're not available. Everyone needs to wipe their butt, I guess. I don't know.
1: It's, I mean, it's true. It's true. It really is. Like it, we I guess that's what I guess we mean by like there's like a long way to go like it's nice to see that there's not a tax on it but like you know it'll be really nice to see when things aren't just inherently more expensive because they're for women or like because it just affects women it's a neglected issue so hope I think we're getting closer and closer to that but we're just not there yet.
0: It'd be so cool if, like, you start your first period and you get to, like, submit something online and then you get, like, sent a little, like, okay, here's either, like, even if you wanted to be able to pick, like, a menstrual cup, period underwear, reusable pads, like, if it's a cost issue, like, oh, we don't want to provide it because it's too much cost, like, they could have, government could even invest in, like, sustainable options.
1: Yeah, totally. And, like, even just having some type of education because I am... I'm 27 and I am learning so much more about my period than I ever did when I was younger or when I was first experiencing it. And I think I think we as like people who menstruate get really down on ourselves before we realize that like our hormones have a huge impact on a lot of things that happen in our life like you know if you're tired all day long for one day like that's okay you don't have to be so hard on yourself like it's just a part of it's just a part of our cycle and it's all right I think that that was a big shocking thing for me to learn was like sometimes you're just going to be tired and like it's not anyone's fault you just it's it's fine
0: And that's like an interesting part because for anyone who's listening, Claire's like the co-founder of Funkit. So like obviously running and starting a business in a pandemic was not the easiest thing in the world. But I think learning about my menstrual cycle, well, I can't speak for Claire, but for me learning about it while doing this gave me a lot of grace on like days I was tired and I was like, why can't I focus to get this done? Or like, what is it? Like, I'm like, oh, I am going to start my period in two days and it's okay if I take a rest or a break today and then I'm when I'm in my follicular phase I can like jump in even harder.
1: Yeah totally and I, I think learning more about your period gives you I think it gives you uh, like the ability to retake the word PMS because I think it's been really like villainized by people who don't menstruate and they kind of just use it as like they use it as like something to like hurt you like oh you must be pmsing or you must be doing whatever but when you learn more about your period you're like more able to like reclaim that word and be like you know what i am pmsing and that's okay and i'm tired today and it's fine
0: yeah and i think it also just like we need to do a whole another episode on this but like it just feeds into how we our world runs on 24 hour cycle so we're being we run on a you know 21 to 37 day cycle and not a 24 hour cycle like the other half of the population. And it's really frustrating because you're held to this accountability standard of you need to be the same every single day, which we're not, but that's actually a good thing. Like it's a superpower. It's how we have ability to do things other people can. And so it's interesting that so much of it's on the 24 hour cycle, but we still hold ourselves to that. And like we can't meet up to it. We weren't meant to measure up to it. It makes you feel bad about yourself.
1: Totally. I think that's a good way to end it on just to rem- remembering to give yourself grace. And like remembering to let yourself feel your feelings. Yes, okay.
0: exactly. So quick recap, the uh, fact or fiction, the verdict is still, we don't know yet if orgasm actually shortens your period. The theory behind it sounds intriguing and we'll keep you posted. And Michigan got rid of its tampon tax. So yay, Michigan.
1: Go Michigan.
0: Woohoo! We'll see you guys next week.
1: Bye.